Hello, everyone, and thank you for coming to the Dad's Beards Nerds Prime Podcast, episode 93, Anchor's number one nerdy conversational podcast, and the podcast for two of us can grow a beard, and the other, not so much. But it was Anthony. And I'm Tommy. Oh my God, I was fighting that yawn out of nowhere. Today, we are joined by Clinton Robinson, not Robinson, uh, the host of the Coffee and Comics Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, Clinton. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, I... You are one of the, the the people on Twitter where I just was we we have a random interaction and then I'm like come on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how it works though, right? I just, I I find interesting people or people that I interact with and I just throw it out there like you want to come on a podcast and they're like sure and I'm like you're you're hired. <laughs> hey, if nothing else, I learned one lesson from Kevin Smith. You will all What's that? you always whore yourself for attention and you will get work. <laughs> that's true granted you know we don't get paid in this industry much but hey you know podcasts are podcasts i.e tusk tusk is what was it one of the greatest lines ever where he says where he's like i don't want to die in canada <laughs> <laughs> that's like all i other than being turned into an actual walrus that's like my favorite part of that movie is just that one little line it's so great all right, let's 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 check out the housekeeping real quick. If you enjoy the podcast, check us out Monday through or Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We do uh, news. I really messed that up with an occasional review on Saturdays. Next up, find our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/DadsBeardsNerds. You can donate over there, hit a tier, and support the podcast even more than normal. Now, Clinton, what are you playing? Uh, at the moment, I am not playing anything. I'm afraid. What are you reading? Now, reading, I am, uh, surprise, surprise, reading comics. Yeah. What's uh, what's one of the comics you're reading at the moment? Uh, at the moment, I am reading through some of the Cloak and Dagger issues from the late 80s. Uh, getting ready to participate in uh, mm-hmm. what some of us have been calling the Mary Marvel Marching Society. Emphasis on March because... In March, we're all covering the Acts of Vengeance storyline. Okay. What's that? Is that obviously a Marvel storyline? Yeah, it's a Marvel storyline. Essentially, it was one of the first times that a lot of the Marvel villains really got together and switched up fighting different heroes. So, you know, for instance, like Vulture is no longer just a Spider-Man villain. He's off fighting this group, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, like yeah. Avengers West Coast taking on the Mole Man, that kind of thing. I kind of like that when you get when you get kind of A and B team enemies fighting people they don't usually fight. It's a nice little switch up. Oh yeah, and it's a great storyline. Uh, the, the whole concept of this uh, podcast crossover years ago, we started off. Well, I didn't start off with everybody. They they came up with it before I came along. There was a a concept called JL May that in the month of May, they would cover a uh, different justice league related crossover, you know, th- that kind of thing. just different podcasts. That's a great name, by the way, JL May. Yeah. I, I, That's really like rem- If I could remember who came up with it initially, I, it was, yeah. I, I want to say it was the guys over at fire and water, but I can't narrow that down for sure. Yeah. But I mean that, it's been going on for a few years now. 
Uh, they would do JLMA. I've been lucky enough to participate in it, you know, a few times. And this year we kind of changed things up and went with a Marvel crossover instead. And it just just became um, the Merry Marvel Marching Society. So, you know, instead yeah. of doing it in May, we did it in March. I like these names. <laughs> Uh, it's always you gotta have that you gotta have that kind of slogan slash gimmick for the month like like when it comes to like you know no shave november or mustache march like people are more willing to really get into it when you give it like a name when you give it a when you give it a soul like that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and i mean of course you know it references back to uh uh, there was a record back in the 60s early 70s something like that where they have like the Marvel bullpen all singing and doing a song and everything that's, you know, the Mary Marvel marching <laughs> society. And, and of course, you know, that was a club that you could write in and join for probably like a, a buck, two bucks, whatever it was back then. I'm sure that those were the days. I, I remember when I was a kid, the Apple man, little comic strip at the very end of the comics too. <laughs> it was, the, it was the Apple Jacks ma- uh, mascot, mm. man, comics back. So when I was a kid, in the in in the nineties was when I was really into comics. There was a point there I was just buying everything and anything. Um, I don't have any of those comics anymore. But yeah, good times when you had those little like, you know, like write in and 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 get this or write in and join this club and we'll send you we'll send you a newsletter or something. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, God, we were all suckers for stuff like that, weren't we? Like you know, for oh, fifty cents, gosh. join our mailing list. We'll send you a newsletter twice a month. And it was like this two-page yeah. thing of terrible dad jokes or something. Had a maze on the back. And we were like, man, this is the greatest thing ever. Or the uh, one of my favorites is is get two barcodes off cereal and send $5 and you get a watch. So you get like a really, oh really horror. Hor- you know what I'm talking about? Get a horribly yeah. made watch. Yeah. No guarantee <laughs> it was even working when you got it. Uh, impossible yeah, to set the much. time. Broken All or right. not, it was still the coolest thing when you got it. Yeah, yeah, because you got it like you earned it. You know, this was yours. You put in the time to get it, to, to get the Nickelodeon Gak watch. <laughs> that was one of the ones. It had like it had it had oh an armband that, that had slime in it. I, you know what I'm I talking had about? That. I had forgotten about it until yeah. you said it. But yes, I had that. It's just little pieces of that from my childhood that I like those memories will always be in their own little cherished spot in my head to kind of reflect back on, or like, you know, like watching Nickelodeon back in the day, like wild and crazy kids. I was just talking to my wife tonight. I was like, you don't know. Or today we were driving. I'm like, you never watched wild and crazy kids. I said, you don't understand. It's the purest form of the sport. They were just playing to play. There were no prizes. I, I was like, it was pure. They were just, it was purest form of the sport. And she's like, looked at me like, what are you talking about? And I was just like, the purest. And I had to put my hands back on the wheel because I almost killed us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tommy. How does she deal with you? Uh, Tommy, what are you playing? Uh, just Destiny and Monster Hunter, man. Yeah. Uh, getting ready for Monster Hunter Rise. And, I mean, that's about it. <laughs> Nothing fancy. Nothing fancy there. Still enjoying uh, Destiny. I, right now, I'm going to go with what I'm reading as well, because, I, uh, Clinton, you did you did that too. Uh, Playing-wise, always Rocket League, of course, some oxygen not included. I've been playing on my Stadia a lot, some uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Now, what I've been reading that I've been keeping up on, um, I read a lot of manga, so... So, Clint, it seems like you're more on the comic end. I'm more on the manga end, which, I mean, 
this same theme, different name. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess direction you read it too, but different continent uh, too. Yeah, but they're they're like both of them give me the same feeling that like what they both give me the same feeling that the other one gives me like just That's true. in a, in, a, in a different way. But Black Clover is a really good one. Uh, Black Clover. Then we have My Hero Academia. I've been reading that. That one's really good. There's a a, a manga called Kingdom which takes place in the like warring era Chinese dynasty. Um, that one's really good. And that one's been going on for a while, but uh, <clears throat> I think, uh, yeah. Oh, and haiku. I cannot get enough of haiku. I keep rereading it because it's a perfect, it has a perfect ending and it's so rare that a manga has a perfect ending to me. And it just, I can't stop reading it over and over again. It's like, it's like civil war. I, I have the, uh, the, the, um, the director's commentary edition of Civil War. It's actually right there. Sorry, it's uh, it's right there, that one. <laughs> and it's got it's basically Civil War twice. So it's Civil War and then it's Civil War again, but with uh, with uh, commentary on the side, on the sides mm-hmm. explaining panels stuff like that. It's actually one of my all time favorite like comics that I own. Um, but obviously it's the anthology of Civil War. But it's just it's really cool to to get. I mean. Clint, you probably know what I'm talking about with these awesome books that they'll throw out where you get that that commentary from the artists, from the writers, from like uh, editors and stuff like that. I just, it's really cool to kind of read it in a different light. Oh yeah, the, the big oversized annotated editions. Yeah. yeah it looks, you look like you're like bringing out some kind of huge library reference and you're, and everybody's just like, what is it? And it's like, well, it's about, you know, eight issues. They're like, why is it? You know, yeah. why is it 300 pages? Oh, um, well, it's it's eight issues twice and oversized. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the old Marvel anthology books that the, like they they really pushed out in the 90s. Like I had the Spider Man one that went over his whole history and like what he done. Well, obviously up until that point, and then you had like the, you know the X Men ones and man, the 90s was great. The the early to late nineties was great for comics for me. Cause I, I just bought up so many of those anthologies to learn more history on, on the characters that I loved. Not to mention finding a uh, Marvel did an older anthology of all their characters. I want to say in the like seventies, it was like a, it was like an eight parter and it went from a to Z on everything that was Marvel. And I had the one that I think I had like mine was the tail end of it. So the X-Men was in it. It had all the Z's, but it showed like it was just the art's awesome. I don't know if I have it. If I, if I, if I could find it, I would show you, Clint, because you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. But then all of the uh, the pages, if you put them f- like cover to cover, they form this big old like mosaic of like just hundreds of different heroes on them. They were it was fucking awesome and one of my favorite pieces of comic book history that I've ever like, ever owned. Wow, I mean, I. I honestly don't know if I've seen it. It's a, uh, you know, when, when we're chatting a little later, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up and see if I can find the name of it. But it's, I want to say it's like eight, eight issues long. But each one is, it's thick too, because it's a lot of like content and history and information in each one. And it just goes over like everything, everything in the Marvel Universe up until that point. So great. I, I, I can't get enough of those books. Like I love reading the comics, I love reading the stories, but those anthology books are like that's where I'm like, yeah, information. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too good. All right. Let's hop out of that. Let's get into some topics. So, Clinton, you have the the Coffee and Comics podcast. Uh I really enjoy that a lot of your stuff is short form, like 20 minutes long. 
15 to 20 minutes long with the occasional, what, 30 to 40, depending on if you have a guest or if you're really into an episode. Um, I like that. I think that a lot of podcasts want to do these really long form ones and some of them underestimate the power of doing a, you know, a quicker 15 to 20 minute episode. Well, I appreciate that. I'd like to say it was, you know, by design, but it actually started off as the first episode was just kind of, I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know if anybody's even going to want to listen for that long. (laughs) Well, just like, you get in. I feel like everyone who listens to podcasts will get into moods for like what they want to hear. Like I've got probably a bunch of podcasts on my Apple podcast where it's like some of them range from, yeah, small 15, 20 minute chunks to, you know, 50 minutes to an hour to an hour and a half to two hours. It's like depending on how I'm feeling for the day and my attention span. But I think a lot of people underestimate short form podcasting or, but short form, I'm saying, you know, 20 minutes or less because. Let's face it, most podcasts, you're per- pretty much in it for 50 minutes. But a lot of people underestimate that shorter form, that shorter content for a shorter drive. And it's easier to ingest as well. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned drive because uh, a lot of people will tell me, hey, you know, that this is my commute music. I'm like, music? Yeah. Okay. They're like, well, you get the idea. <laughs> well, as someone who sold beer for a while and I was driving a lot of my day, you know, they got to a point where it's like, I can't listen to my music anymore. I can listen to all of it so many times. And then that's when I hopped into the world of podcasting and was like, this is exactly what I need. This is exactly because it not only am I driving, but it's like I'm stimulating my mind as, as well, or I'm learning something or I'm laughing. And I, I think that podcasting and driving go, hand, you know, go like peanut butter and jelly. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially like if you've got a long commute or if you're going to make one of those lovely cross country trips, you know, whenever we can do such things again. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely keep you, mm-hmm. keep you sane. <laughs> That's what I tell all the kids, bring your headphones. Cause you're going to want to listen to your stuff. while dad listens to his podcast and like, no, <laughs> like, yeah, bring them, bring them. If I got a driver, listen to what I want to listen to compete. Exactly. <laughs> now, have comics been, I'm guessing comics have been something you've always been interested in. Like, did that start at a young age or was it something where it was a more later thing? Uh, I mean, superheroes have always been present because, I mean, I I was born right around the, the end of Super Friends being on TV. So I got to see some reruns of that when I was, you know, pretty little kid. I was right in the heart of Masters of the Universe, Transformers, all that. So the wild wild you oh, know, yeah. fantasy sci-fi kind of stories were always out there um as far as comics themselves i sort of knew that comic books were a thing because of my older cousin but uh-huh. i mean mostly uh it was like the sunday comic strips that really uh <laughs> really interested me as a kid oh always kind of tell everybody yeah. you know it that was my impetus for wanting to learn how to read was because my mom was getting tired of reading the comics to me. Oh no. Yeah. 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 I think a lot of people underestimate the power of, of comics as a, as a source to learn how to read as well. Cause they just see it as this, well, it's just pictures. It's like, I mean, realistic. It, yeah. Okay. It's really awesome pictures. I'll give you that. But it is a really great medium and a really great tool to get a child who is, doesn't really want to read books or books bore them and say, well, we have this alternative. What do you think? And not only do you get to read a cool story and see cool pictures, but you get to learn to yeah, read as exactly. well. Exactly. 
And I mean, I got a few like hand-me-down comics from my cousin, ones that he had, you know, not taken the best care of. So it was like, here, you know, you can have this ratty one. You know, that, you know, yeah. got a few that way. And, <laughs> and it was just kind of like, yeah, okay. You know, I, I guess they're kind of all right. But, you know, I really didn't get into comics probably till I was about nine or 10 with, you know, a friend of mine at school was just like, man, you need to be reading Avengers, man. You need to be reading Thor. And I'm like, Thor, who the crap is Thor? Yeah. That was, that was at a great time. That was his golden age too. When he was just like, he had that luscious mane and mm. that fur and it was <laughs> just looked so the old Thor designs did look funny. The newer Thor designs look a little funny too. Those old ones were just so like grandoise. Like you just <laughs> so fierce. Oh yeah. But I mean, you know, like this was right around, you know, right after Batman 89 had hit theaters. So of course, you know, there was the big comics renaissance then everybody wanted comics. Yeah. Or at least Batman comics. And yeah. I was just kind of like, eh, you know, I like the movie, but you know, I'm, I'm not rushing out to buy Batman comics. And in fact, it was kind of one of those things that just somehow didn't pop in my head that comics still even existed in my head. It was, I yeah. was just kind of one of those things like, well, you know, I guess probably about 1986 or so they just stopped making comics. <laughs> yeah. It's such a weird thing. I, I think you and I, probably grew up in it like it was such a like my childhood was formed by really niche things like Mega Man on the NES uh and also being able to go down to like a liquor store and buy <laughs> comics which I feel like you can't do anymore number one because children aren't going to a liquor store on their own anymore I mean, they're literally not allowed yeah. <laughs> but uh well I mean I, I guess convenience store I guess it would be the better way to say it. Okay. But we, we had a convenience store that not only did they have a, a, a Mortal Kombat and a Street Fighter arcade machine, which interested That's me heavily because I was always into video games, but had a like steady flow of comics. But like you said, it was the it was the early '90s. You know, Batman '89 had just everybody was buying comics, everybody was selling comics, so it was so readily, easily, readily and easily available that you could just go down to a convenience slash liquor store and just by the latest pulls by the latest episode or uh you know like uh comics and i i kind of feel bad that kids these days won't get to know that that joy because now you realistically you got to go to a comic shop or maybe every once in a while you can find something at target barnes you know, and noble. you know weird yeah barnes and noble in a weird new spot but they'll never know what it was like to just ride your bike down to some random convenience store and just buy pick up comics yeah you know just just like, like you said, kind of go to the grocery store and you're like, okay, you know, walking by the magazine racks and there's something other than an Archie Digest, which don't get me wrong. I love yeah. Archie Digest, but you know, you when you're just walking by, you know, all the issues of home and garden and people, and then suddenly there's, you know, an Avengers or an X-Men or Justice League. And you're just like, wait, what, what's this? They're doing what to Superman? This is like peak setting. <laughs> it's just one of those things it was i just remember watching x-men cartoon and then buying the x-men comics and just like jumping into this world wholeheartedly before you know i got to an age where i wasn't collecting comics anymore because we had moved and you know i'd gotten older and then coming back to them as an adult 
and finding older comics that I used to own and just kind of being brought back into that world and then finding manga. It's such a weird, it's like a gateway to, to creativity as well. Cause comics have always, I, I feel like kept my imagination running on really cool themes and ideas and have been the, the catalyst for coming up with cool stuff of my own, whether that be, you know, story related or just, you know, thinking of shit in my head to keep <laughs> me occupied basically. Yeah. <laughs> See, unlike you, Anthony, I never stopped collecting comics. <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah, I, I I moved around a lot, so I think that was also the you know the reasons why I didn't collect comics. But there was a point in time where I stopped really collecting comics. I started collecting <laughs> Prima strategy guides. <laughs> well, well, well. Here's the reason. So the strategy guys at, at one point were kind of like my comics because I wasn't allowed to have video games. So there were all these amazing RPGs and and in the late 90s and early 2000s prima was throwing out like strategy guides for all these all these awesome art, art you know jrpgs with some amazing artwork and it was like mm-hmm. oh that's really like star ocean and final fantasy 8 final fantasy 7 stuff like that so it kind of be, it kind of became what i collected and then once I, I i moved and was on my own i found my way back into comics and got into you know like right there i think civil war was was a jumping was a like a, a, a re-jumping in point for me. And then it got me into House of M. And, and then all of a sudden I'm at a Barnes and Noble all day because I'm an adult now <laughs> reading their <laughs> reading comics for free. You know? Yeah. So so the obviously comics is something that, that that you've loved from a young age. When was it that you decided to you know make a podcast for it? Now we've talked about the short form. What was the what what clicked where you're like, I can talk about this. Why, why uh, am I not talking like about this? Like you, I got into listening to podcasts because it helped pass the time at work and that kind of thing. And it was yeah. kind of one of those like it it kind of just percolated in the back of my head. It was like, you know, I could probably do something like this. So I started off like telling myself, okay, you're going to blog about comics like once a week for a, for a while and see if see if it sticks see if it's something that actually interests you if not you can drop it nobody's going to know the difference so kind of, kind of just kept generating content with that and it i mean it, it actually kind of took off nothing like a big following but you know four or five people read it here and there yeah. And got to guest on two or three podcasts. And uh, Professor Allen from the uh, Relatively Geeky podcast, he's like, so this is like your third one, right? I'm like, yeah, give or take. And he's like, well, you know, after three, you have to do your own. I'm like, wait, what? And he's like, like, well, you know, that's kind of how it works. Tommy, is that accurate? I mean... I think that's when you brought me on as a permanent co-host is after the third one. And then you started your own. I mean, that was a few months later, but yeah, yeah. that's funny. Oh, no. All right, go on, Clinton. Sorry. You just, and that was really funny. Cause we literally had Tommy on a bunch of times before we made him a permanent host. And then you said mm-hmm. that it was like almost oh, the yeah, same thing. I mean, that was like four years ago. So <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I, I don't keep an, a regular schedule. I try to release an episode at least once a month. It doesn't always work. You know, life gets in the way, uh, that kind of thing. But, I mean, it yeah, it hasn't stopped being well, fun. And, and uh, everybody's right, too. Uh, podcasts are like tattoos. As, as soon as you get your first one, 
you're eventually going to start having that hunger for more and more. Yeah, it's that knowledge, right? It's it's kind of being able to learn something on the go in an audio form like that is something so Yeah, it's a weird. I can't explain it. It's like you but you're absolutely right. Once you listen to that first podcast and it clicks and all of a sudden you're looking for more oh, podcasts. Yeah. And then you start making them and then you're like, "Okay, well, you know, I've I've done pretty well with this show. But I've got an idea for this second show." And then a third and then <laughs> That's true. That's that, not for the second. That, that's, that's where true. I've always tried to keep it is just dad's beards nerds. I mean, I, I have the time for dad's beards nerds, but I definitely wouldn't have the time to like do another podcast. You know, I try to keep it to the, the, the formats we've, we've made for dad's beards nerds, but you're absolutely right. Listen, <laughs> the thought has crossed my mind about starting another podcast as well, like a comedy driven podcast. But then I, I got to kind of like that inner monologue is like, Anthony, do you really have the time for that? And I'm like, no. Yeah, I had the same mentality. And <laughs> then suddenly I found myself with a second show. And and I, now I'm almost finding myself with a third. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. You are busy with podcasts. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's pretty much my only hobby outside of reading comics for the most part. So. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, was it always something where, where you planned on just doing it on your own or did you ever try to bring in other people as well? Because you've been doing it for a while, so I'm assuming you've had a, a lot of time uh, for trial and like error here and there. Comics, that was always intended to be just a solo show uh, you know, with the occasional guest, that kind of thing, but no, not, like, not like you guys with the permanent co-host kind of thing. Now, uh, yeah. the second show I do, Fan Film Fridays over on the Longbox Crusade Network, that one from the start was designed to be a rotating guest every episode. Okay. Yeah. We try to keep, um, I try to keep the format with this, you know, try to have a guest every week, but luckily there's, there's three of us. Uh, and generally like George is our third and, and he's off being essential. So even if it's just me and Tommy, we, we usually come up with stuff to think about, or we'll just kind of pull what's going on in the, you know, gaming, nerd culture, you know, movie news, air, or, you know, verse, and, and, and we'll use that as our, as our talking points. Or we'll just bullshit for 25 <laughs> minutes about Monster Hunter and create one of the worst episodes ever made, but was still <laughs> hilarious. Oh, no, trust me. Uh, That's true. I did an entire episode of Coffee and Comics over the very short-lived comic series from DC in the mid-90s called Xenobrood. Yes, it is. Zeno Brood? 100% absolutely terrible. It is just the most, like any sort of trope you can imagine about 90s comics, it's there. Oh, this is a Wildcats. Oh, no, Wildcats is like the pinnacle of art and storytelling compared to this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my lord. It, like, I, I will always hold that up as quite possibly my, you know, it's like, if I didn't break at this point, then I'm good. I'm going to be able to keep going forever. But man, that thing was a slog. So can we, okay. So you obviously remember Wildcats, which is funny. Cause I don't think a lot of people that, that, that I know, know of Wildcats, but for whatever reason I do, cause it, it stuck out because in the nineties, it was all, you know, X-Men 
X-Men, X-Men, the cartoon that it was fantastic for. Then we had Iron Man. And then here comes Wildcats out of nowhere. Like someone was, was like, we got to think of a competitor. We got to make a new team. And Wildcats was like that, like really edgy X-Men. You thought the X-Men was edgy. Check out Wildcats. Grifters got guns. I can just see if somebody was like, yeah, you think Wolverine's awesome with those claws? We got a guy whose whole hands is claws. And they can extend any which way he wants. <laughs> we call him Warblade because he's edgy. I'm, s- I'm so happy you know exactly what I'm talking about. It was like right there at that, like when everything was, you know, becoming extreme. And Wildcats was like, extreme. They're going to kiss on TV. <laughs> it's a Fox. It's a, it's a Fox cartoon. It's just, it's great to know someone else who, who, who knows who knows about that and knows exactly what I'm talking about. corny theme song to the cartoon, though. Oh, my Lord. They're heroes, not zeros. I just remember it being... Yeah. I just remember it being, like, like you know, edgy X-Men. Like, that was almost like... It, it, they didn't say it, but they might as well have said, this is edgy X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, look it up. Just look at Wildcats in a Google search, and you'll, you'll find uh, the comic panel. And it, it's just like... I don't know what this is. Oh, okay. You know what Wildcats is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I'm, my bad. I got into my uh, my own little universe here. Now, now, Clinton, let me ask you a question because you've been podcasting for a while. And I like to ask this to other guests that we have on that podcast. How do you deal with burnout? Are there times where you just take like an extended break to kind of get over that and do something different to kind of like kind of refresh yourself? Or do you kind of just power um, through it? And keep I mean, it, it's kind of both. Um there are times when it's like you said, you just have that burnout and you just sit there and say, Nope, I'm, I'm just not, not going to record today. But that's also where having multiple shows is kind of a benefit because it's like, okay, if I'm having a little bit of burnout on comics, I can, I can just, you know, podcast about fan films. Um, sometimes you can just sit and listen to another podcast and you kind of get re-energized and, and sometimes you just need a technology yeah. break and just put it all away for a couple of days. So I like to ask this question because I feel like a lot of content creators, especially more current con- content or podcast creators, like that don't understand that at some point you are going to feel burnout. Like for the last what, Tommy? Last week and a half, two weeks, we haven't done news because Tommy part and I were that's bu- because there's part of that's because there's not been anything to report on. That's true. But we all, I feel like Tommy and I were collectively a little bit more burnout on our news. So we haven't been doing it, but prime, yeah. like we've taken like a week or two off prime. I don't think we've ever taken anything more than two weeks off, but I, I like this in case someone who's thinking about podcasting or has been podcasting. Like the reason for this question is, is I like the perspective of, of how other people deal with that and other podcasts deal with that. Cause I feel like everybody kind of has a different way to do it. You know, like I said, some people want to plow through it and just keep going. Some people take an extended break. Some people take a small break, but I, I feel like it's, if you're going to make content, it's something you're going to run into eventually. So I like people to have a lot of options and a lot of answers. Yeah, to that and question, I mean, you know? it's, it's one of those things, everybody who's interested in getting into podcasts and by golly, everybody who wants to do it, don't be intimidated by the fact that, you know, millions of other people seem to have one get out there and make some content. Cause God, if somebody's listening to me, then, you know, they'll listen to you, but 
understand, yeah, it's like anything else. You will have burnout. You, you will have days when you're just like, man, I just don't even want to do this anymore. Just do what works for you. If if plowing through it is what you need to do, then do that. If you need to take, you know, a few days, weeks, months, even. I mean, not every painter paints every day. Not Not every musician plays every day. You know, it all also kind of yeah. depends, like, is this your hobby or is this your job? And when your hobby becomes your job, sometimes, you know, you lose all the fun of it and it just becomes like, you know, another set of work. Yeah, you kind of feel the, sure. instead of the want to create, you feel like, uh, I have to create today. It, yeah. Yeah, there's that weird flip. I mean, of how many switch, of huh? us wake up every day and just say, Oh boy, I get to go and sit at work for eight hours and deal with people that I don't like and, you know, file papers and send emails and attend a meeting and, you know, whatever else you you do for work. You know, if you're, you're a fry cook, if you're running a register at Walmart, I mean, anything, none of us want to do that. We're all in it for the paycheck, you know, but... Sometimes yeah. it makes it all worthwhile so you can come home and spend a couple hours just venting into a microphone about terrible comics or video game that is obviously broken but is still on the market. Just anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of sure. like, you got to, was it got to have yeah, a couple of rainy go. days to enjoy the sunny ones? I just like the fact that burnout happens to everybody. I, I love hearing people talk about it because, you know, like I, I feel like with both our podcasts, like we, we kind of label ourselves as gaming and nerd culture. So that the spectrum's so broad, same with yours. You've got comics, but also comic book movies are a theme. Comic book cartoons are a theme. So you've got this, this inadvertently really broad spectrum as well. But then you got people who kind of put themselves into a niche that they don't have like this really broad info pull to pull from like if you're just doing a yeah, <laughs> yeah i fall into that one <laughs> with the mma podcast tommy also oh, has an yeah. mma podcast called fighting words so if nothing's happening in the fight world he's just kind of talk well, i he literally had- don't have an episode at that point that's when he calls me on and, yeah. and, then, and then i i just say random stuff and he says oh my god why are we doing this and it's 35 <laughs> minutes of that <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, Clinton, what's next for Coffee and Comics? What's something that 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 is it going to be just business as usual with the same format? Or are you thinking about maybe switching it up here and there, or is there something uh, you're like really I excited already to talk about? You know, up? have the upcoming crossover with other podcasts for the Mary Marvel Marching Society. Um, for the most part, after that, it's probably going to be business as usual. Uh, I've got a big thing planned for like around the end of the year, holidays this year. I I had intended to, you know, I usually cover like a Christmas or a holiday themed issue somewhere around late November, early December, and life completely bowled me over this year, and I pretty much missed everything yeah. from right around Thanksgiving until after the first of the year. So uh, it's kind of a my makeup for that, and b it's it's a way to go back and look at something that I did on the blog all the years ago, but this time bring in some friends and help me 
kind of re-examine it and see it, kind of see if um, my thoughts still hold up or if I've changed my thinking over the last few years. Oh man, comics is is definitely where I had. So I've got a lot of friends that read comics. I've got a friend who used to own a comic shop. So he's definitely changed my opinions on a lot of uh, on a lot of ideas that I had in comics. Where he's like, because he knows all these storylines, and I would say something that 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 was r- fundamentally wrong, but I didn't know. <laughs> and he just corrects my ass so quick. And I'm like, what? Really? He's like, yeah, really. It's right here. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, well, shit. I guess I was wrong about that for the last 10 years. Son of a bitch. Oh, man, I love it. But he's not a dick about it. You know, we all have that, that – we all know that one guy in comics who's like who's like super passive-aggressive about it. If you don't know it all the way, then they yep. jump down your throat. And he, always, he always finds a way to do it in the funniest way possible to make me be like, oh, crap, but also help me learn. The guy that's like, I can't believe you didn't know that Jimmy Olsen wears briefs instead of boxers. God. Yeah, yeah, but he's yeah, but he always says it in a nice way, not a mean way. Maybe because we're friends. Maybe if we weren't friends, then it'd be different, you know? <laughs> like like an IT yeah. guy. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Well, Clinton, I want to say thank you so much for coming on. Uh, can you plug everything that you do? I'm talking about every social media page, every podcast you do. Uh, and for, just so you know, and everybody else, all everything Clinton oh, plugs will also be I appreciate you guys well. having me. It's been fun. Um, as mentioned, I do a little show called Coffee and Comics, where pretty much I look at a comic in the span it takes to have a nice little coffee break, about 15, 20 minutes usually. Uh, sometimes I really don't fit that format, but like I said, it's either if I have a guest and we're just really into it, or if I actually have a lot to talk about on that one. Uh, you can find that on most podcasters. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty much its own, uh, own podcast feed. Uh, the other show I do at the moment is, um, Fan Film Fridays. It's over on the Longbox Crusade Network. And you can find a ton of shows on there as well, looking at comics, action movies, Sherlock Holmes, uh, old uh, movie serials from the 40s. I mean, we we run the gamut over there. Um, Fan Film Fridays looks at, surprisingly, you know, fan films that are up on YouTube and such. And, I mean, we have yet to really find a stinker yet. There are some really, really great films out there done by people that are just putting their heart into it for next to no returns. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've looked at a few Batman fan films, a few um, Sherlock Holmes fan films, um, an Indiana Jones fan film. And I mean, these are things that really could be like theatrical quality films if if they just had enough funding and support because there was a there was a nightwing done on youtube there was a nightwing fan oh, series done on youtube that was really good it was it was, yeah. a, it was you know what i'm talking about tommy oh yeah 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 it was i mean it's my favorite superhero <laughs> of all time of course i'm gonna know it yeah <laughs> it's my damn twitter handle and every bit of my branding, of course, I know oh, about man. it. Yeah, you guys are going to have to link me to that. But uh, as far as so, 
Yeah, as far as social media, you I'll can send it find to you. me send it to you. on Twitter at Coffee Comics BLG because that's back from the blogging days, and I'm just too lazy to update it. Um, as far as Fan Film Fridays, I'm not on that account as often, but it's also got a Twitter account at Fridays underscore Fan. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Clinton, I really appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you accepting me just randomly being like, come on the show. Um, you, you were actually one of the people who I booked in advance, which I was very surprised because usually it's like a week of theme. It, well, okay. Listen, let me be honest. Usually it's like a day or two of theme. And uh, <laughs> like Tommy, it really is. Gosh, damn it. Um, but I, I, I just, I appreciate you coming on the show. I appreciate what you're doing with, uh, with, with, all the podcasts that you do and having that knowledge of the comics and kind of just throwing it out there. But also I really appreciate your concept for it with the whole having a cup of coffee and talking about it in the span it takes to drink a cup of coffee. Um, I think that's a, that's a, that's a really good hook. I I like that line. The whole thing started like it's a long, long story, but I'm going to try and narrow it down. Um, my sleep schedule is very different from my wife's because I generally work overnights. So on like uh-huh. days off, you know, I can only sleep like so many hours during the night and then I'm just up. So like at 4 AM I'm up pacing yeah. the house. So it, it just became one of those things like, okay, fix a cup of coffee, sit in the chair, read a comic. Well, you know, if I'm going to do the blogging thing, I might as well read this and blog about it. And you know, that's where coffee and comics, as far as a concept came from. And then, like I said, the podcast, I really wasn't sure I was going to have enough content if anybody would even be listening. So it's like, well, you know, 15 minutes is a whole lot easier to edit than 45. And it just kind of went from there. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, people seem to like the short form, like you said. And, you know, OK, well, we'll stick with it. Hey, <laughs> Not so much a lean into the skid, but you know, <laughs> it's it's kind of one of those when you fall, basically when you fall ass backwards into something that works, you don't argue with it. You go with what works. <laughs> <laughs> you exactly. happen to fall in a nice lukewarm yeah. water. You're not hurt at all. Yep. You get up and you go, well, that was pleasant. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks again, Clint. And let's hop in that sweet, nasty outro. As always, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can hit us up at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, as well as patreon.com slash dadsbeardsnerds. On both those, you can set a donation amount or join us for a monthly reoccurring, um, I don't know, price. Next up, you're going to find us on all social medias at dadsbeardsnerds. And last but not least, hit us up at our Discord. You can find that link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release and produce. Until next time, I'm Anthony. And I'm Tommy. And today we were joined by Clint Robinson of Coffee and Comics. Have a good night, everybody.